Hello and welcome to the Inside Dish, where we explore the culinary, distillery, and the winery arts in and around the Lehigh Valley. I'm Mike Dravenstadt, host for your gastronomic tour of the region's amazing food and beverage scene. I'm here with Andy Underwood from Donard's Donuts, an artisanal donut shop, craft bakery, and coffee house that recently opened in Bethlehem, right down the, uh, the street from us here at the studio, in addition to their location in uh, Broadway in Jim Thorpe. Andy, welcome to the Inside Dish. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, your Bethlehem location just opened this summer, and you've been in Jim Thorpe since 2021, but your first location wasn't in the state, country, or even continent, right? Yeah, that's true. So the first location was actually a food truck that we started in Santiago, Chile, uh, where my wife Annabelle is from. And how'd you end up here in uh, the greater Lehigh Valley, Jim Thorpe in Bethlehem? Yeah, so I'm actually from New Jersey. And as a kid, my mom worked for a company in Jim Thorpe, uh, Pocono Whitewater, and she was a river guide during the summer and a teacher uh, you know, during the rest of the year. So I grew up traveling to Jim Thorpe and seeing it change uh, over the past 20 years. And, you know, we, we saw the potential uh, when we decided to move back. And there was a space that opened up right on Broadway, so we decided to, to just go for it. That's great. That's well, a great location up in Jim Thorpe. And also here in Bethlehem, what made Bethlehem appealing to you? Well, so when Annabelle and I moved to Jim Thorpe, you know, it was a big change coming from Santiago, Chile, with millions of people moving to a small town of 5,000 people. And so we would basically uh, branch out and, and explore all the nearby cities. We found Bethlehem and just really kind of fell in love with it and realized a lot of our customers in Jim Thorpe were coming from Bethlehem and, and Allentown and, and Easton. And so we decided, you know, it was a great spot for a second location. Right. And the uh, the name Donards is actually a combination of two different uh, words, right? Yeah, so Donards is, uh, we are the donut nerds. Um, the reason we <laughs> decided that. to go for Donards is because in Chile, the word donut is actually, in English and Spanish, it's the same word. So you can say donut in Santiago, Chile. They're going to know what you're talking about. And the same, it goes for the word nerd. So we figured that because the business was going to be in both countries, we would use words that work uh, in English and in Spanish. How fortuitous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when we talk about a, a craft donut or an artisanal donut, what, what do you mean by that? And how is it different from standard fare? There has to be attention to detail, I would say. Um, you have to do the donut the right way. It's it's not as easy, I think, as some people think. You know, cake donuts are a lot easier. They don't need to be proofed. They don't need to be fermented. Um, the yeast rays do, and those uh, are more complicated. So basically, you know, uh, just paying attention to detail when, when you're making the donuts and then just being creative with the flavor combinations. And in your opinion, what makes a good donut in terms of flavor profile, in terms of texture, mouthfeel, things like yeah. that? What, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, so I, I like a neutral uh, dough and that way all the flavors that you add to it can really kind of, you know, pop out. So if you, if you look at a donut, a well-made donut is actually going to have a ring around the, the outer edge. That's uh, It's called the skunk line. So what that basically shows is that the, the donut was proofed correctly and that it's floating on top of the oil when it's fried. If you see a donut that doesn't have that white ring around the edge, it means that the donut was too heavy and it was sitting too low in the oil. So when you flip it over, it's going to be you know cooking that center twice. Uh, so it's not going to be light. It's not going to be airy. And it's maybe going to have a yeasty flavor to it. 
And are there things uh, that you look for in terms of ingredients that help you get to that point with either certain types of flour or um, yeah. the, the yeast that you get? Yeah. I mean, we just try to use the highest quality ingredients that we can find. And like I said, it's kind of like sourdough bread almost. So a lot of people are doing that right now, which is very basic ingredients. Um, it just really depends. You know, the taste depends on how you make what the, the you know, the process of making that dough is. And what type of oil do you use with, uh, with donuts? So you can use a bunch of, you know, in the past, people had used lard, like back in the 60s and everything. And a lot of, uh, you know, oils have gone towards vegetable oils or like peanut oils. We don't use peanut because people have allergies. But yeah, we've used a couple of different kinds, but typically like, uh, you know, vegetable oils or like soybean oil, stuff like that. Got it. Got it. Um, What types of donuts would people find at Donor? Just maybe starting with some of the more conventional everyday ones, uh, flagships going to, uh, you know, more extreme and creative? Yeah, so I would say our most popular donut is the cannoli donut. We've been making that since we opened in Jim Thorpe, and it's on the shelf every single day, uh, and it always sells out. So, you know, the same goes for Bethlehem, I assume, that it's it's probably going to be maybe the most popular. And then we always have, you know, your classic, the Boston cream, which is my favorite, We'll do the Homer Simpson, which is strawberry frosted with rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, glazed donuts. So you have those classics, but then we're always going to mix in something different, like a banana creme brulee or, a, you know, an Oreo cheesecake. Really, anything you can imagine, we've probably done. And you mentioned the cannoli donut. Talk a little bit more about that. What's that donut all about? I've always been a uh, cannoli connoisseur and uh, ever since I was a kid. So I wanted to make a cannoli donut. It's, it's really just, you know, cannoli filling, you know, the sweetened ricotta cheese uh, inside the donut. We cut the donut open like a sandwich, press some chocolate chip, uh, choc- like little miniature chocolate chips on the outside of the donut and a little dollop of cannoli cream on the top with some powdered sugar. You know, it's basically a cannoli in, in donut form. That's beautiful. Beautiful yeah. thing. <laughs> what have been some of your most maybe elaborate creations or presentations that kind of looking back over the years you've been doing that you're thinking, wow, how do we pull that one off? So we've done a lot. I think... My favorite donuts always come out during Halloween, and my favorite donut was the uh, the zombie brain. Um, so it was basically a donut that looked like a brain with uh, you know a buttercream icing, and then we had these big candy knives that we made like uh, in it with a candy mold, and the knife would obviously go into the brain and stick out, and then it had a jelly filling. So uh, that one's pretty elaborate and fun. So it sounds like you're really looking for this balance of good flavor, good. Uh, um production methods and things like that, but something that's appealing to the eye as well. And how, how yeah. much does you know, kind of eye appeal go into the, the whole donut experience? It's a lot. People, you know, they'll come into the donut shop and the first impression is what they see. And so we always like to try to uh, have as, you know, when, when people come in, they see a, a display full of donuts that almost look like toys. We want them to be so perfect that they look like little donut toys but not so perfect that people don't want to eat them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's up to them. If they want to display them in their house on their wall, that's fine with me. Spray them in lacquer <laughs> yeah, and put exactly. them on the shelf, right? Yep. Um, let's talk a little about uh, coffee options uh, that you have, what you offer there in terms of roast, strip, uh, where you get your coffee, things like that. Because coffee and donuts, I mean, come on. Yeah, so we actually use a roaster called Intelligentsia. They're one of the best roasters in the country, um, really in the world, and they're out of Chicago. We use them, and then we also have our own uh, coffee that is uh, sourced from a company called Square One uh, out of Lancaster, and they're amazing too. Um, so we have 
you know, the traditional espresso-based drinks, lattes, cappuccinos. We have flavored drinks as well. And then we also have nitro cold brew on tap. And I've always, at least from my standpoint, thought that, you know, the, the pairing of a donut and coffee is kind of equal to pizza and beer or like a hearty meat dish and red wine. Like, why do you think those two things go so well together? I don't know. I, I mean... I don't know why a donut is a breakfast food, to be honest, because it's really like dessert. Uh, you know, somebody must have dipped a donut in coffee a hundred years ago and, and thought that it tasted great and it, the word spread. So I don't really know. I think there's something to just the, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the sweetness and the richness kind of offset by this kind of bitterness, you know, from the coffee and, yeah. and the richness there too. It's just a... Yeah, the a contrasts are always great. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah. Uh, and you have other baked goods, not just donuts, right? Tell me what yeah. else you're making. So we have uh, French macarons. I think at any given time, you, you'll probably see about you know 15 different flavors in the uh, in the display. My personal favorites are the uh, passion fruit, and then even just the classic vanilla. And then any other baked goods? Uh, so we're hoping to get croissants out uh, maybe in the next few months. That's a little bit on the back burner for now, but it's I think it's in the future. Then do you offer any other foods uh, at either location in Jim Thorpe or here in Bethlehem? Yeah, in Jim Thorpe, we have breakfast burritos. Uh, we're not going to do that here in Bethlehem. We're just going to focus on uh, primarily the donuts and the macarons and our coffee. And, you know, we, we feel that the more attention we can put into each item, the better it's going to be. So sometimes less less is more. And then you were talking uh, before we got on air here about a donut food truck, right? Yeah, we have a donut food truck right now. It's parked up in Jim Thorpe, and we haven't really used it in a while because we've been busy setting up the new location here in Bethlehem. But we're going to start promoting that, I think, in the next few months and getting that out. It's, uh, you know, available for any sort of catering you could imagine. We, we've brought it to the Amazon warehouse, the QVC warehouse, a bunch of different warehouses, weddings and things like that. And you and uh, Annabelle, you're married or partners? Both. Yeah, okay. married and business partners. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just wondering how you work together as a, as a couple, as business owners and partners, and what advice you might give people you know, looking to start a business with their spouse or partner. Yeah. I mean, for me and Annabelle, it's been great. Uh, we both enjoy, uh, we pretty much talk about the business all the time. It's always a part of every conversation we have. Um, we have fun with it. Maybe it's because it's a donut shop. Maybe it's our personalities. I'm not really sure. But, you know, I think the, the most important thing is to try to have fun with it. And I think there's something, as, as you just kind of said there about donuts in general, just being a fun thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are, you can't take them too seriously. You do as a business owner, certainly. Exactly. But maybe that's one of the appeals for breakfast. I mean, start the day with a little fun. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, that's one of the reasons we decided to open a donut shop in the first place is because we thought that who's going to be uh, angry coming into a donut shop? We're going to be interacting with happy people all the time, which is really true. Um, so it's it's that's part of the reason that it's so much fun for us. Well, they come in happy and hopefully leave even happier, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yep. how can people stay up to date with uh, what you're doing, your uh, website address and social handles? Yeah, so DonardsDonuts.com uh, is our website. It's D-O-N-E-R-D-S, right? Yeah, D-O-N-E-R-D-S, Donuts, D-O-N-U-T-S, uh -huh. Donards Donuts. And uh, yeah, the same with um, our social media. We have our Instagram is very uh, active. Actually, every single day we post stories at night showing what the menu is going to be for the following day. Uh, same thing with Facebook. You know, those are the two main ones that we use. Twitter, we haven't really used that much. We do have a... Uh, uh, TikTok. We have TikTok, um, and some of our some of the girls that that work for us are helping us out with that. And uh, so, yeah. 
That's great. Andy, thanks for joining us here at uh, WDIY, and welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you so much. I'm Mike Dravenstadt, and this is The Inside Dish. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.